This is the Agent Revolution Podcast, the next evolution of the real estate industry. Let's get started. What's up? It's your boy, Mike Wall, proud EXP agent owner and team leader back with another episode of the Agent Revolution Podcast. Here we grow again. Over 100 agents every week are joining EXP Realty, and I'm here to share each of their stories one by one. Today, I've got a good friend of mine, former New Jersey Remax All-Star, Matt Curcio, to talk about his EXP journey. Matt and I are talking about why he moved one of the top 10 teams in the entire state of New Jersey over to the fastest growing real estate brokerage in America. Here we go. Dude, uh, this is actually the first show back from um, from EXPCon in New Orleans. And so I'm really excited. Um, you are one of the the people I met down there and connected with and, and, and built a relationship with. So I'm excited to get you on and, and, and kind of get your story. And, and um, so why don't we do this? Um, just real quick, I never spend a lot of time on, um, on agents telling me about their business, but just enough so that like when we talked before we went on air here, um, just enough so that you know somebody out there listening uh, might be able to connect with you um, I know you're a Remax guy, but tell me, kind of tell me, answer the question, you know, how you got into the business, how long you've been in the business, and then we'll talk kind of about the backstory uh, of you being at Remax. Yeah, man. So, um, so I got, um, I got into the business in 2001. That's when I took the class. I got the class. I got the class. real estate. And uh, I guess in about uh, I'd say within two years, and then eventually, uh, I built a team, team and Cool, man. So you, you've been doing it for a little while now. You've been in the game for a little while. You've seen the ebbs and flows of the marketplace and you've learned um, all those lessons that we learn as real estate agents and growing a team and a business, especially. Um, how did you, what did, did you do anything before real estate or was real estate kind of your first professional endeavor? Uh, you know, I was, I was good at hands-on work, construction, um, I worked at a plastics factory down here. I actually moved to, to my area. I moved three hours away from home in New Jersey. Um, okay. I ended up getting down here because I wanted to be in uh, engineering, architecture. Uh, okay. I it because I could never get my hands on the job. And you were kind of just locked at a computer. Um, but then I eventually was landscaping, bartending. And I'd say bartending was the people skill side of it. And then I learned about real estate, you know, to try to start building it. And then that was my first sales job, you know, and then it, it clicked with me to just sit back and be like, you know, I don't have to cut grass or, you know, mulch yards until nine o'clock at night when I can just pick up this phone and make some calls and all of a sudden people need help. And that was much easier to me. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you're, I mean, you're no joke, man. I mean, you're one of the top real estate agents in, in the entire state of New Jersey. Uh, you're in the Remax Hall of Fame. You guys are selling over a hundred houses every year. When did it finally click for you, man? Like you, you know, obviously you started in 2001. When did it finally click for you that that um, you could build a business, that you could build um, a team that would um, 
that would support your that would support your lifestyle that that you could support their lifestyle that you could go out and create this amazing life for yourself. So I guess um, within a few years, I was selling uh, I'd say about forty units, um, which is great when you're in your twenties, single, all that you know, early twenties. Um, I learned how to hustle right away. I worked well with investors um, because I was you know handy and I could see stuff. Uh, that that would appeal to investors and help them, you know, crunch their numbers. And then yeah. we grew, I guess, my real estate business evolved, right? As most of us do, it started buyer side, then grew into listing side. And then I kept being told to build a team um, and, you know, eventually broke down and did that. I was against it initially because I didn't want to really manage people. Um, but, you know, since then, you know, again, 2010, I think we went individually i think the year before was around 50 deals then as a team we went to 80 then started breaking 100 you know year after year and you know building a team and going through the ups and downs of teams and profit and you know keeping it profitable and everything so, so. got it so what does your team look like today in 2000 in november 2018 all right so today um well with exp the, the merge kind of um moving to exp shifted everything right I yep. started seeing an opportunity, um, and I felt very limited at Remax, based on the costs for the teams. They're not, not. It wasn't team friendly where I was. Right, there was not many brokers. Uh, I, I was with the same broker the whole time, but at the end of the day, there's only a couple brokers around here, and they all charge similar numbers. And it was just harder for me to build my team there because of the fee structure. Um, yeah. So as I went over the EXP model, I've now grown my team to, I think about seven or eight people, um, half are full time. And, you know, I'm basically growing from the ground up, right? And I also had to, had to end that 17 year relationship with that brokerage and kind of move my way over. So my opinion, I'm rebuilding now. And with this model, there's so many opportunities and it's just, we're constantly, I was on the phone today for about a half hour or somebody saying, you know, we could shift this model to do this on, on our team because there's so many different types of agents that are in this business that I wasn't able to help before. You know, I was always full-time only, got to be in the office and all that stuff. And now with the cloud and everything else with EXP, it's just, it's helping my business. Yeah. So, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because I won't get into specific expenses, although I want to touch on that a little bit because um, I can just give you some examples in my area. Um, I'm a former Keller Williams agent. We moved over from Keller Williams, but Remax was um, was a company that we considered. Uh, I, I think the the really the chink in the armor when you talk about a company like Remax, at least from my perspective in our area, was the fact that. Although the commission split was high, um, you got the value from Remax was really in the name. So if you if you are an agent that believes that um, your broker the name of your brokerage uh, is an important component of your business, then maybe Remax is something that you would consider. But that wasn't really the the the, the main reason why we didn't choose Remax moving forward. We chose Keller Williams over Remax because. When you get up into selling 100, 200, 300, 400 homes a year, um, even if you're just looking at paying, a, let's just say a 5% uh, royalty fee into the into uh, to the Remax corporate office in Denver, um, you start looking at those numbers and you can easily hit 
uh, 40, 50, 60, $70,000 in royalty fees uh, pretty quickly. And so for us, we loved the idea, Matt, of having the cap, right? And, and in, our, in our area here, we paid a $21,000 cap uh, to Keller Williams and a $4,000 royalty, or excuse me, a $3,000 royalty for a total of $24,000. And that is why um, when EXP came along and we were considering our move um, uh, three years later after being at Keller to EXP, that this model was so appealing. And I don't, I don't want to give the the audience, um, I don't want to give them the impression that it's all about the money. And you and I are going to discuss all the advantages and benefits that we've gotten just from you know being a part uh, of this company. But did that play into your decision at all? Uh, yeah, I mean the cost at the end of the year. So my cost, I mean each year that I ran the team was getting it was, I think I crossed six figures a few times. And when I say cost, I mean you know, per agent that I had to pay um, and the 6% royalty on top, five point whatever it was, you know, I, I call it six. But, you know, every year I always look at that number. And as it, as I watched the business and tracked it, the question was always, what is the brand providing to me? And when you look at the sales and can go back and say, well, it's not from their website. It's not generated through their commercials or whatever else is coming. It's my business and I'm helping, you know, the team through other sources, you know, lead platforms and things like that. At my cost, you know, it started crossing six figures and I was like, this is just too expensive. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it definitely was a little part of it. But, you know, I always looked at um, Keller was the next closest and it, it was very close as well. Yeah. So, so, so let's talk about, let's get into like your story, man. So obviously you were at Remax, you were, a, you were a long, I mean, you were there for, for quite a, quite a few years and, and you, you find out what was it for you um, where, you know, you found out about EXP. Tell, so tell that story about went from being really happy and making great money at Remax and everything's going along great. You're building this wonderful team to, um, you hear this idea, right, about this company, um, agents are moving over, and, and I'm going to let you take it from there. Yeah, so, so uh, I mean, I was literally, I tell everybody, I was on my way to a bank-owned, or I think it was just an inspection or something, and I'm in the, the Kinder Reese mastermind and all that. So, Albie Stasek was, you know, an independent broker. All of a sudden, I see something on my Facebook, or somehow I saw an announcement saying EXP. So I just Googled it right away. I found a video, and I just listened to two or three videos, and I was like, wait a second. I know Al, and he's always he was at Remax. I, I know he evaluated Keller, um, and I know that he was a big independent person, just to say, you know, go independent. That's the way you, know, you, you don't need the brand. And then when I saw this switch, I was like, I need to learn about this because he's really smart. And I know he ran it past, you know, some other really smart guys. Um, and then I started evaluating, you know, I'm getting to a point in my career where I'm helping people more, you know, on my team and everything, helping them build their businesses. And, you know, looking at the future of saying, what if I don't just sell real estate, what is there left? And, you know, as I learned more about the ESP model, and saw the opportunity, you know, it was, it was night and day. So, so 
I just started moving my business towards it and, and evaluating every single thing. And there, it's, it's just a no brainer once you see it. So, so talk to me about when you, so when you heard about it and you started doing the research, right. And you saw that some of the people, um, some of the smartest minds in, in our industry um, were moving. How long did it take you from the time you heard about it until you actually made the move? Um, so I want to say uh, seven or eight months. Seven or eight weeks? Months. Months. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I heard about it before uh, we had a mastermind meeting, I think in November every year. So then we had that meeting um, and that's where we met some EXP people that did a, a little bit of a presentation. Um, that was after, you know, I was, I, I watched online stuff and then I just started looking at my business, um, and just crunching numbers. And I went to my broker cause we, you know, we, I, I was his, you know, the, the, I think the last guy that was still in the company from when he was, you know, basically a year or two old and, you know, I brought it to him and I said, I think this might be an opportunity, um, versus me buying a brokerage, building that Curcio real estate you know, buying a different franchise. And, you know, so that's what I weighed over time. And then eventually, um, I also had to worry about my business, right? I had listings, I had sales and, and volume. And I actually had my one of the best first quarters I ever had this year, um, which led to, you know, staying a little bit longer, you know, once I truly made the decision. And then I yeah. just gave, gave a, a 30 or 60 day notice and, you know, set up my shop which you know that also affected everything too i had to find a place get space and all that stuff yeah so seven or eight months is it that's a i mean you did your due diligence for sure um and i'm assuming then based on seven or eight months you heard about the idea and maybe it wasn't like uh yeah i'm all in on this uh but maybe more so i'm going to continue to do my research on this uh, this is a big decision for me correct yeah yeah like i said i was I started at that brokerage. So 17 years, the same broker, open, helped open multiple locations. You know, I was the first guy, you know, almost each office that we opened. And, then, and so it was a tough decision personally too, not just professionally, right? Because we always yeah. look at numbers and oh, if it's a little bit more, is it really worth it? And and then, I, so I had to go through that whole um, thought process. So it sounds like, um as you found out more about the idea and then maybe started to accept the idea that you took the idea then to your broker, uh, was that the, was that, is that your Remax owner? Yep. Yep. And you presented the idea to him and, and, and what was the response there? Well, he had positive and negatives, you know, he had friends that are looking at it, you know, cause you know, they always evaluate, uh, other companies in the competition. Um, and then, you know, basically we sat down, had a few discussions about could we make things work? Could we shift the numbers that I'm seeing, right, versus what, what their charges were? And we had a few discussions, but ultimately, I, you know, I decided there wasn't enough opportunity where I was. Uh, and future-wise, my biggest thing was opportunity for the future, right? Yeah. And, and once you look at this organization, there, there's nothing that compares to it. Yeah. You know, that's interesting, man. You are the first person that I've heard that has actually taken the opportunity to their broker or owner. And um, I, I've, I've, I've heard, you know, stories of, you know, that transition um, being a difficult one. In other words, they, they, they decided that they were moving their business and then, and then, and then approached their broker with the move and, and it wasn't received very well. 
And so for you, you thought, or this is what I'm thinking anyway, is you, you saw such a great opportunity that you felt like you would be doing your broker owner a disservice if you didn't share it with him. Exactly. And, and we just had a presentation here in, in Jersey and Philadelphia. And, and I said that to the room. I said, you know, um, you owe it to your family. If you're a salesperson, a broker, you owe it to your family to investigate what this company has to offer um, for, for their future. You know, yeah. there are a lot of realtors that are still realtors, one foot in the grave. <laughs> and, you know, it's a shame what we need, what this industry has set up for us. Um, what this company has to fix for that. Yeah. And you're only as good as your next transaction, right? When, when you're in the business of just doing transactions and, and you don't have any other income to rely on, you're only as good as your last transaction. Every day you wake up unemployed. Yeah. And, yeah. and so that, you know, that is a great segue, I think, into, well, let me go back to one more thing uh, before I, I transition into actually talking about EXP. Um, how did you... You know, you, so you built this team out, right? And you you decided then you approached your broker owner um, about EXP, and then what was the approach? Then were you were you like, I, dude, I'm making the move, man. You can come with me, uh, but I'm definitely going. Or was it more like, hey, you know, I'm I'm putting this out there. This is something you might want to look at, and then um, and then you just made the move. How did that How did that go down? I mean, it was initially because of the future, right? Because a lot of the brokers around here are getting to the age where they're selling companies. And I know that was in his mind to sell or, you know, I'm, there's a lot of, uh, like I said, local brokers are at that age where they're just resolving, right? And, you know, yeah. EHS just swallowed up a big company. And I, I know that he's got an end game. And again, I looked at it and it was kind of like, a, hey, man, I want you to see this and tell me where it's wrong. Right. If I'm making, if I'm jumping off a cliff here, you let me know your opinion. And, you know, there wasn't enough rejection, you know, valid rejection um, and future opportunity at the company that I was at. So it was kind of a little bit of both, I'd say, you know, like, hey, check this out with me. Not that he would have dissolved this company and, and threw everything over, but like, hey, if there's ever, you know, we could do this together in the future if you ever look at it. Um, but I really think it's an opportunity. And again, I value his opinion. He was a mentor for 17 years of my career. Okay. And so, so when you, when you peeled away, like when you made the determination to leave, uh, did you leave on good terms or do you, I mean, do you still have a friendship there? Um, I, I'd say it, it didn't go. Away. Um, and I'll just leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> the way that I thought, but you know, uh, you know, business is business, and at the end of the day, uh, it is what it is, and any losses will be recouped. You know, whatever. Okay. Yeah. So you made that jump, man, and and you are here, and and obviously that's how we got connected. Um, and, and so, uh, what was you know you 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 make different decisions when you hold um, other people's lives. Um, in a high regard, because when you're a team leader, you obviously it's you're making different decisions when you're leading a team than when you're a solo agent. And and so when you make a decision to move your real estate team from Remax to EXP, um, what is the thought process that you had to go through um, for for yourself as a team leader? Well, just the model, right? Because I never worked with a company with a cap before. 
it was fee based and there was a minimum that I had to, you know, deal with a minimum on a monthly basis that I had to pay for each head underneath me. Um, and then how was I going to grow my team and what would it look like under this uh, model versus the last? So I had to dial that all in and had a lot of conversations with different teams and, you know, guys that had switched their companies over. And, um, you know, I'd say I overthought it, you know, at the beginning. And then with enough conversation, it was pretty simple. Just like, oh, man, this is the way you do it. Don't don't confuse yourself. You know, and I was I actually had that conversation with somebody today who was going to, you know, now bring their team on and, you know, kind of overthinking all the little intricacies like, you know, the, the six percent falls into, you know, the equation for some of those companies that have uh, a royalty fee and, you know, just all the little the little detail, I'd say. So, um that was probably the longest process was trying to figure out the structure. Um, but now, I mean, growth is just, I'm able to grow so much faster here. What do you think it meant to your team, Matt? Um, what, what, and, and you and I, we know the answer, but our audience doesn't, or at least some of them don't. What did the switch mean to your team? You know, I guess I presented, I sat down, I guess I brought everybody to my house at the time. And we sat down and watched a webinar about it. And everybody was just enthusiastic. And, you know, then they had the questions on the splits and what would change and all that stuff. But yeah. the opportunity that was there, you know, we just had someone with their closing, uh, first or second closing a couple of weeks ago. And they were like, oh, wait, we get this too? You know, and I was like, yeah, just because you're on the team doesn't mean you don't get everything here, you know? And, um, you know, it's just different now, you know? And especially with the being able to grow off your team and, and still, you know, be part of the RevShare group and all that stuff. Yeah. Was, you know, last year, over the last, I guess, all the years I've been, you know, uh, having team members, there's been times when you lose them, right? You lose a team member. They they think they can do it a little bit differently. You know, they want to do it their way. They're going to need to handle their own business. And, you know, they're not totally wrong, right? And yeah. what was wrong, what hurt was the fact that the broker, broker will have an open arm to them and say, "Hey, thanks for training them. We're gonna we're gonna leave them here, you know, and and give them their own little deal. And you know, what do what do we get for all those efforts, you know? So as a team leader looking at that here, you know, that was another little incentive. Um, and you know, telling these agents that now, I'm like, yeah, I don't I don't need you to stay on my team. You know, I'll train you up. You learn it. You know, you're welcome to stay. And you know, we have process, transaction management, all that stuff involved on the team for a fair fee. But if you feel you can handle that stuff, go off and do your own thing. We'll still support you. Yeah. And, and I'd say that's one of the biggest things here is um, I had a guy in here on Monday and he had asked me, he said, look, I don't know if I want the team. And he's been an agent uh, three years or something. And he does, you know, a certain amount of deals. And I, was like, I don't know if he'd fit the team, you know, yeah. but he said, but will, will you still help me? I said, absolutely, I need you to sell, you know, and I need you to, you know, I want you to sell and I want you to be successful because that's the only way we can still grow this, you know, in the future. I don't see a stop to this company. We want everybody yeah. to succeed. And it, I, I want everybody to realize because, like, it seems to me that sometimes the confusion is in the semantics. And so when you talk about, like, we always talked about profit share at Keller Williams. And, and it was the profit share piece was 
it never meant that much to me um, because the, the reality of profit share is like, you know, the people that clean the office are getting paid before profit share is being paid. You know what I mean? And and that so that was kind of the breakdown where um, most of the people that that made money through Keller Williams profit share were the people that were the early adopters. Right. And and so that really changed when we made the move to 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 EXP because of the revenue share model in that if you can communicate that effectively to your team, right? So if you bring on 10 agents that sell $2.6 million in real estate, um, you're going to make an extra $28,000 a year. And like, I don't know about you, but um, that is like, that is a game changer for a lot of people. I mean, that's, you're talking about paying, uh, mortgage payments. You're talking about paying car payments. You're talking about paying. Um, you're talking about paying college. I mean, college for your kids. You know what I mean? You're. you're th that's life changing money. And so, I, I really want people to understand the gravity of what revenue share is. How are you able to communicate that to your team? Um. um you know. I, you know. I, we had a girl. A girl with a couple with a couple of people So I brought I brought a guy on that was new and she's like, Matt, he really needs help. He's just kind of floundering on this team that shut down. So we brought him in. Um he eventually I mean within 60 days he had a closing set up. And you know, I was like, hey, do you know you get I said, you know, you're getting earning stock here and you're going to get a piece of that commission. It was a very small deal. And I was like, I was like, did you know that? And she's like, no, I had no idea. I said, yeah, that's the whole point here. I said, you can build. I said, you get five people, you know, and that becomes life changing. And I shot a video a few months ago. And, and what I said was um, it was because as you when you join, you're not going to see revenue share for a little bit. Because the people underneath you who have to join and then get their deal done, right? And you know, you know, the first first month was small, few hundred dollars. Second month would have paid my my monthly remax bill. Third month was even more than that. And it's like, you know, when you say it's a mortgage payment, last month would have covered my mortgage payment. You know, and that consistent it goes up and down with the amount of sales and everybody in the downline, but it's pretty consistent once you start having, you know, more than 10 people. And when you yeah. look at that number, that 28,000, yeah, that's life. I mean, your car payment to most people to not have a car payment is life. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree. And, you know, that, that wasn't it wasn't the reason why we moved again, um, because we're we're doing the exact same thing. Um at EXP that we did at Keller Williams. And our our clients don't know the difference because um, we've built our business so that um, so that we can still communicate our, our our unique selling proposition in the same way, right? And we 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 are a client service-based business and nothing has changed about that. And I don't want to give the idea that if you join EXP, you're you're then that become your 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 main role becomes then to be a recruiter, right? right. It's not about that at all. Um, in fact, I, I don't know. I've not I've never sat down consecutive days and and just made phone call after phone call to agents I don't even know, um, asking them to join EXP. Um, 
I, I, I would make a phone call to an agent that I had developed a relationship with who I thought should hear about the idea, much like you did with your broker owner. Um, but, you know, the rest of what we're doing really is just putting the idea or the model out there of what EXP actually is. And then people are flocking to the company in droves, right? I mean, we're, when we were down at EXPCon, I think they, they, they said there was uh, roughly like 250 agents a week in onboarding. It was some ridiculous number. And, um, and, and we're just getting started with only 15,000 agents. So let me ask you this, brother. Um, you guys, obviously, how long have you been in now? You've been at EXP for how long? Uh, I think I'm starting my six months of production. All right. So you're six months in. I mean, you guys, the dust is settled for your business. Like, what's next for you? Um, so, so I'm going to talk about the rep share for a sec. So the rep share thing, I agree with you where it does not have to be your focus because a lot of people um, and a lot – you know, some of the other companies are, are saying, using that to the negative, right? So what I tell every agent is don't focus on rep share. Your job is to do transactions and transactions will lead to conversations and everybody's asking about this company. It's, yeah. I mean, I want to say every other day I'm getting a conversation. I took three calls today. You know, Matt, can, I have a question about this new company you have. And it's not, EXP isn't really big here, Okay. Um, but we're having that conversation, but I tell everybody to evaluate the whole thing and figure out what works best for you. Right. You know? Um, so, you know, I guess back to, uh, where I am right now. So right now we're, um, I just capped. So, um, yeah, thank you. And right. hundred percent commission. Yep, we're we're up to 100% commission now, um, and that's pers that's personal, right? So obviously, I came in with a couple months, you know, basically starting over almost, and then we got this board here that shows I have two deals done out of the next 20, where I'll earn icon, and we got uh, up there. Those are all going to closing. So what's that? Three, six, 10, 11, 12 deals. So I got. Um, Six more deals in six months, and then I get awarded sixteen thousand dollars in in company stock. So, you know that that's the goal um, for me. You know, as, as my as being a team leader and being in sales, that's my goal every year to hit icon status, and then to help each team member underneath me grow their business uh, and enjoy real estate versus um, you know get out of the business. I don't want to see a whole lot of agents get out of the business because. Because uh, the training's not there, and all you know, all the faults that the industry has. Yeah, and so, so for those of you who don't know uh, what icon status is, is Matt, Matt's talking about um, when you've when you cap and you've paid in your uh, sixteen thousand dollar cap, right? Which essentially is a a, a sixteen thousand dollar savings plan because you're getting sixteen thousand dollars back in company stock. Then you have um, you do uh, is it is it twenty transactions at two hundred and fifty bucks and yep. then and then and then they they magically deliver into your account sixteen thousand dollars worth of company stock yep. and that is every year, folks. That is not just year one. Every year that you cap and 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 then you hit icon status, you get sixteen thousand dollars in EXPI stock that's trading right now. Uh, roughly 12, 13 bucks a share, right? And so like, you know, we talk about, 
you know, we talk about real estate agents and, and I know a lot of them and I'm sure you do too, man. You're in Jersey. We have roughly 4,000 agents in our local market and then another 7,000 probably in Cincinnati. But I don't know a lot of them, brother, that have uh, any kind of a stock plan or any kind of a revenue share or passive income plan. Some of them, most of them don't even buy rental property. But um, I, I want people to understand the importance of being, uh, of, of having some sort of a passive income strategy in place because, you know, you don't want to sell real estate for the rest. You don't want to be 85 years old showing buyers houses. You know what I mean? You, you, that's not the life you want. And so you have such a big opportunity right now through eXp that if you help grow this company, then you're going to be rewarded for that for the rest of your life. Yeah, and yeah. so you know that's that's a pretty powerful thing. So, uh, so like for you guys, man, you, you know, you're how are you spreading the word now? How are you how are you telling the EXP story um, and 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 making sure that the people that you've built relationships with uh, uh, are 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 understanding what what you're telling them? So, uh, so uh, a couple different ways. Different ways. Again, I tell you, based on the rev share, the recruiting side. Um, but I asked them if they've heard of it because, again, I'm I'm the only one in the state with actually a branch office here right now. Um, okay. And one of the first few down in my half of New Jersey. And so I, I tell them, do your research. And I also ask, you know, I use my story. So I left seven, 17 years with a with a broker. And guess what I left with? Zero. Yeah. You know, I had my listing inventory that, you know, wasn't really given to me, you know, up front. You know, you got to kind of ham and haul over deals. Um, so I left after 17 years. That's almost a career. You know, 20 years in some jobs is like a career. There's every job set up. And you know, I had a buddy that left Sherman Williams after a 20 year, you know, 20 years of being at the company. And the stock that he was awarded was, you know, six figures. And I was like, man, that, that would be great to have to leave. And, you know, now I look at this company and we have the ICON program, which will be a goal. Um, then I tell them about the revenue share. If you want to introduce the company, which you're going to get asked about the company. Um, so, and, and back to, you know, we 